0: Wherever, whenever, now from Studio B or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly.
1: Hey, how it goes? It's the Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings us again from the Greenbrier in West Virginia, we're counting down the days now uh, for our return to New Orleans and. Uh, God bless West Virginia and the Greenbrier but uh, there are folks here ready to go home. We'll get more to that probably tomorrow as that will be our last day here at training camp but uh, here on this Tuesday weather is a factor again just like it was on Monday although it didn't seem to have the same effect on practice today that it did uh, yesterday for Sean Payton's squad. With John DeShazer I'm Sean Kelly. Glad you're with us today. We're going to be defensively heavy today. We've got Wes McGriff, the defensive backs coach from the New Orleans Saints as a guest on today's show. We're also going to hear from West Bank, that's Keenan Lewis and Corey White too. So a heavy focus like not only on defense but the defensive secondary as we go along today. Okay JD, as we're uh, sitting here next to these sopping wet practice fields the sun is actually out and the temperature is up but that was not certainly the case on the practice field today.
2: No, a little bit of rain. Uh, right now it's a lot more steamy, the kind of steam we're kind of accustomed to back home. But right now, no, it's it's uh, the sun's out and everything looks pretty nice. I think uh, for the team's benefit, they were pretty actually happy that it was raining some during drills, although it wasn't raining as much or as steady as yesterday. However, they wanted to get in some more work in the bad weather. They wanted to work on the exchanges a little bit more. I don't re- recall seeing a bobble snap whatsoever today, much less a fumble snap. So, you know, I think uh, they got in the quality of work they wanted, and certainly they got Coach Payton's message from yesterday.
1: They used the artificial turf field today. That certainly probably helped the workout a little bit. And uh, kind of as, as you're surmising here, I'm getting the feeling that you thought today was better, a step more in the right direction than what we saw on Monday.
2: Yeah, well, you know, they looked like they got crisp and got better work done. And in fact, Coach Payton cut off a, an entire period. So we might have finished up, what, an hour early or so, 40 minutes early. So, extremely uh, a light, not light work, but they got in the quality of work they wanted. And I think yesterday might have been along the lines of what Akeem Hicks said. You know, the defensive end said pretty much, you know, look, you, you're going to have a lemon practice here and there in training camp. It just kind of happens. It's not that you don't want to practice well, your body just won't respond the way you want it to. And I, so I think yesterday having gotten that one out of their system and gotten the proper uh, coaching up, so to speak, from Coach Payton and probably the likes of Joe Vitton and the rest, they probably came out a little bit more inspired today. Coach said yesterday after practice that uh, the the flat nature of
1: the Monday practice would affect how he planned Tuesday's uh, session. Uh, We did see a couple drills get repeated today, didn't we?
2: Repeat, especially in the short yardage uh, live drill where these guys were, again, tackling uh, full force. So you like to see that, and you knew, it was gonna, you knew that was going to be one of the drills that was going to be repeated because he wanted to you know, imprint the message, look, we didn't do what we were supposed to do yesterday. We want to remain physical. We want to be a team that remains on task. And you, you figured that would be one of the drills that was going to be repeated. In an individual sense, did anybody jump out at you this morning? Now, Corey White keeps playing well here in training camp. Now, granted, he's the number three cornerback behind you know, Champ Bailey and behind Patrick Robinson and, of course, behind uh, Keenan Lewis. So, I, actually, I guess that would make him the fourth guy. But every time you see him, he continues to make a play. On the, on the short yardage drill, they did a nice play action, and, and Joe Morgan was behind him. And, actually, I think Luke McCown threw a pretty nice ball, but Corey White showed some closing speed caught up to the football, batted it away, and he's been making those kinds of plays the entire training camp. Yeah, he had, what, eight starts last year, um, and
1: he's getting heavy playing time due to some injuries right now. So, and we'll hear from Corey White here in uh, just a moment on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, injury-wise, uh, a couple of guys uh, showed steps in the right direction today.
2: Yeah, didn't participate in in full 11-on-11 drills. However, Drew Brees had his pads on and did some throwing a lot with Kenny Stills. And also Champ Bailey had his pads on. And so, you know, very encouraging signs to see those guys get back in the pads. Don't necessarily think they're going to be playing on Friday night. But those two don't need to play on Friday night. Everyone knows exactly what they can do and what their capabilities are. So maybe the third preseason game. And for Champ Bailey, it might be a situation. I know you mentioned Marcus Colston yesterday where he didn't play until the fourth preseason game. That might be the situation with Champ Bailey. But, again, he's a guy that you don't really need to see all the time, as Coach Payton said. You know, you just need to see the flashes that you need to see. Drew Brees, a guy who you're probably going to have to chain to the sideline to keep him off the field. But I think prudence would dictate that he would not be on the field again again on Friday night. However, again, he and Champ Bailey were back in their pass today, so that's an encouraging sign.
1: You know, another another piece of good news is that we might see Ben Grubb start a guard on Friday night
2: against the Titans. Uh, nice to see him run today as well as he did. Yeah, very much, and he's going in full contact today, so that would, that would indicate to me that he will be playing on Friday night against Tennessee. And, again, you like to see that. Ben had been out for quite some time, and he'd been doing a lot of nice work on the sideline. But to see him put the pads back on and to get into a live drill where there's tackling, that indicates that he's ready. And if he's not, you know, Senio Calamete again, will be prepared. But it's good to always get your starters back out, to get your cohesion back down. We have one of your favorite assistant coaches coming up in just a moment, the crime dog. Love crime, man. You know, if you ever come to practice, all you're going to hear crime say is drive, drive, drive. Pick up the ball, pick up the ball, pick up the ball. That's all he's stressing to his guys. Make sure you get to the ball, and if it's on the ground, he doesn't care if it's an incompletion fumble, whatever it is. He's telling his guys scoop and score all the time. So he's a guy you would never miss him if you heard him at practice.
1: That's John DeShazer. I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks again for joining us here for a bit of no appointment radio on the Black and Blue Report. Crime Dog, and we'll ask him about that nickname, Wes McGriff, will join us here just on the other side of the timeout. And then we'll hear from Corey White and Keenan Lewis on today's show. Back in a moment. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within.
0: There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300 with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Gatorade knows
1: every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I've been waiting to talk to this guy, man all Camp, Les Bedrip, defensive backs coach the New Orleans Saints, joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. First of all, let's start with the nickname. It's it's my favorite of all crime, is in crime dog. Who gave it to you, and when did it come about?
3: Well, I, I don't know exactly when it came about, but uh, uh, I think it arrived because of my last name. Uh McGriffin, and everybody got confused with McGruff the crime dog, and and so it just kind of stuck. And uh, uh, when I decided that, well, it's not going anywhere, I said, well, I better give it some personality. <laughs> and so, you know, I embraced it, and uh, it stuck with me for a while, and. And uh, a lot of guys I've coached with over my career uh, don't even know my real name. You know, but it's an intriguing name.
1: I, I got to say, I'm, I, I can totally understand that because
3: I hear crime yelled more than I do your 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 own name. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I can remember my mom when she was alive. She asked me, uh, why, why are you calling you crime? What, did you do something wrong? <laughs> and so just imagine me trying to explain that to my mom. But uh, but it's, it's all fun, man. What we do is a, it's a fun business, and uh, you have to have fun because we're going to put in the long hours. We're going to work hard. But uh, if you can do it with a smile on your face, I think you'll come out a lot better. Now, how do your players address? you uh, coach crime uh, yeah you know uh, but you know uh, uh, it's all fun you know when I when I first uh, joined the Saints uh, they all asked the same question where did you get that nickname from crime dog uh, so it was all kind of funny for them but uh, they've embraced it man and they have a good time with it
1: I want to play a little word association with you or we'll call it name association yes. I want to name some of your players and I want to get your first thoughts about each of those guys just kind of free associate with me here Marcus ball
3: uh, physical Very fast, very physical, and is a football fanatic, loves football.
1: Young guy, Vinny Sinceri.
3: Uh, Very smart, Uh, has a passion for the game, Uh, does a good job of setting the defense, and uh, does a tremendous job on the running pass fits. Kenan Lewis. Kenan Lewis, woo. (laughs) West Bank is the first thing that comes to my mind. This guy uh, can go out and cover any receiver. Uh, He's one of the few corners I've ever coached in my career that doesn't like to be helped. He he likes man-to-man coverage. Uh, So when you think about Keenan Lewis, you think about he's going to accept the challenge. Second-year man, Kenny Vaccaro. Uh, Tasmanian Devil. (laughs) This guy is going to play just as hard as anybody that's on the field, has an amazing physicality about himself, extremely smart, extremely smart, uh, probably one of the guys, few guys I've been around that has a really high football IQ, and uh, he's just very, very physical and fast. All right, let's see here. Let's go back to corner, uh, Corey White. Corey White. I refer to him as a utility man. There's no job too big or too small for Corey White. Uh, he can play outside a corner. He can go inside and play a nickel, and in both positions he can be productive. So I look at Corey as the kind of guy, he's bon- to have on the roster because he can play two or three spots uh, let's see a guy we'll see a lot on Friday oh Raphael Bush Raphael Bush another guy man I, I look at him and I say, hey this guy is could be a starter someplace else Bill, he's a tremendous tremendous role guy now could he be a starter? he eventually probably could but you look at, at Bush Uh, He's the kind of guy that he's going to accept whatever role that you put in front of him. He's going to go out and do it the best of his ability. And you love guys that have a tremendous attitude like him every day. Uh, I don't think this guy has a bad day in his life. That's a good way to go about life, that's for sure. All right, I got two guys I haven't been able to see a
1: whole lot of here in front of my face. Jaris Bird's one. Start with him.
3: Uh, Jaris Bird, when you think of Jaris Bird, you think of fanatical ball skills. Uh, and then have an opportunity to have him in the meetings room, he's very, very smart. But uh, it's very seldom you get a football player like him uh, that's very instinctive and has the ability to take the football away. So when you think of Jerry Spurrier, you think of great ball skills and ability to change the game.
1: All right, and I saved the guy for last, uh, Champ Bailey.
3: Champ Bailey. <laughs> you got to have a good story already, huh? Champ Bailey is a, is a pleasure uh, to coach because uh, I really admired him these days at Georgia playing both sides of the football. He's from Georgia and I'm from Georgia. And uh, just to have an opportunity to have him in the building be around Champ is phenomenal. And now his football IQ with the experience that he brings, the things that he's seen in life, he's probably forgotten more football than I know. Uh, So it's really blessed to have a very experienced guy uh, like that. We walk around the building, we we both refer to each other as, hey, old man, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Coach Payton
1: says that those two guys, Bird and Bailey, are probably, and these are his words, sooner than later, which is good to hear. Um, But with veterans like that, is it easier to be patient
3: for their return? Yes, it's, it's definitely patient. You, you, it's definitely easy to be patient mm-hmm. uh, when you have guys like, like those guys because uh, the one thing that they both have is uh, quality experience. And uh, and another thing about them, they're professionals. You see them in the meeting room, although they're not on the grass on every play, but you see them in the meeting rooms, you couldn't tell if they was practicing or not because they're very connected, very attentive in a meeting, uh, ask questions, and they both do a tremendous job of coaching up the young guys in the room. You know, we just talked about two guys that are proven
1: NFL veterans. You have guys that showed you something in their early year or first two years. Um, As we get closer to determining how many defensive backs this team can carry, does does the quality you have at that group make this a more difficult process?
3: Yes. yes, sir. It's definitely going to make it a difficult process, but, but uh, that, that's not my decision. Yeah. It's going to fall into to, uh, uh, Mickey Loomis and uh, Coach Payton. It's my job to coach them up, so when they show up, uh, I coach them up, and uh, I'm just glad I don't have to make that decision.
1: It's true, but at the same time, you have some say in, I guess, the looks that they get. Is it hard to get them enough looks to get a fair evaluation? How does that go through our camp?
3: No, it's, it's, uh, the way we, we conduct practice, uh, we, we have a, a great rotation that gives us a fair opportunity and a just opportunity to evaluate these players. And I'll tell you what, our scouting department does a tremendous job. It's all hands on deck. And uh, so uh, what what we do uh, under the leadership of Coach Payton is that we get everybody's input uh, so that we don't, we don't make a mistake. We minimize the possibility of a guy leaving the building. Uh, but uh, my job is to coach him up, and I coach him up and give uh, – Uh, a little input, and and I let those guys uh, make those decisions.
1: Maybe I'm not ready enough to get into the deep end of the pool with regard to experience and whatnot, but if if you were to base things on all the years that you've coached and your playing experience and everything else, would you describe that the role of defensive backs in this scheme here as as maybe something different than we've seen over the years in football?
3: Well, I think if uh, you look at the fabric of uh, defensive backs throughout the country, their number one goal is to take the football away. You know, people look at them, The west well, it's their goal is to cover this guy and cover that guy. Now, all their goal is to take the football away. Right. And you know, with the game now evolving to a throw and catch game, I think the role of the secondary guys has really expanded, uh, which means that now you'll have, traditionally, you'll have a, a lot of five guys in the secondary at one time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have six, even seven, uh, you know, but with the spread offenses and the West Coast offense and the ability of these quarterbacks to throw the football, the expand of secondary guys has, has really expanded. The role is really expanded. So. Their goals right now is to take the football away. But Rob Ryan in this scheme, he does a tremendous job of using guys at second-level blisters and coverages and you know, so he gives them an opportunity to use their talent. And I'll tell you one thing I've really learned from him is that he takes every individual, assess their ability, and he puts them in a position based on their talent to make plays. I haven't been around anybody as good as Rob Ryan that does a good job with that. Great defense. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're All right.
4: At the Ochsner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866 Auctioner to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind.
1: Black and Blue report continues here from the Greenbrier. Another day of practice here for the Saints, and we're pleased to be joined by Corey White after practice today. Corey, I know there are obvious challenges for offenses on days like this. What does it do to a defense when it pours out there? Um, it, it makes our, our cuts and our breaks
5: a little slippery. You know, you got to do a, a better job keeping your feet underneath you, staying on, staying on your feet. You know, hopefully you get a receiver slip, you get a ball thrown straight to you. So it, it, it's hard in that way because we got to do a lot of cutting and stuff.
1: You guys got a lot of balls today, and I know Coach Payton and Coach Ryan were all saying at the start of camp, we've got to do better at taking the football away. Do you, do you feel like you've you've made progress as a group in that sense? Oh uh, yes, I think we're you know
5: we're our emphasis is stripping the ball out, you know you know getting to the ball, rallying to the ball, getting the loose balls, getting the balls in the air. We gotta have a that's my ball mentality. So we we've been doing a pretty good job. We got a lot of turnovers, you know. We just gotta make it you know show up on the film
1: in, in the pre start with the preseason games. And watching you every day, you look more comfortable.
5: Yeah, uh, I, I gained a lot of, you know, confidence, you know, from last year and then this year. You know, just talking to, you know, Keenan and, and Champ. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot about this game is a lot. It's mental. You know, if you if you think you can't guard someone, you're not gonna guard them. So you know, you always gotta go in the game like, you know, I, I'm I'm Revis, I'm Champ, I can shut down
1: anybody, and and then you'll do a better job, more than likely. Corey, you know there's always positives and negatives to everything. The positive being what you just said about being around guys like Keenan and Champ and them, but at the same time, opposing teams are going to look at you as maybe the guy that, hey, if, if there's anywhere I can go, yeah. it might be two four side. Yeah. Is that fair? Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely fair.
5: That, that's how the game is. You know, those those guys are proofing. Those guys, you you know Champ's going to lock up. You know what Keenan can do, and let, let's see what two four can do. That's yeah. what that's what teams going to that's what teams going to do. And I'm. Um, and I'll, be, and I'll be ready for those moments, you know? And um, here, we, we, our model now is like the count is 3-2, meaning 3-2 bottom of the ninth. I want the ball coming my way. I want to make that play. I want to get my name in the newspaper. That, that, that's, that's my approach this year.
1: When you look at your strengths and weaknesses, Coach Payton describes you as a player who's more comfortable on the ball. It seems like closer in or on the inside, you do very well. What does he mean by
5: that? Uh, he means uh, like right, playing the nickel, playing the inside corner. You know, I, I, f- I feel more comfortable, you know, being closer to the ball. You know, where I know the ball is coming, and I, and I, I just got a better feel for being inside. You know, I, I'm a smart player. You know, so I I see a lot of things that you know a lot of other corners usually don't see, and that's that's where you need an inside player to play.
1: Does that, does that mean that you have to then be better in space, or what's the challenge of playing more? Away from the ball, uh, the challenge away from the ball, you you get more you get more vertical, you know
5: threats. You get you get the speed guys. You get you get more variety of routes. You know inside, it's more of a challenge. You got more space inside or outside, but you got to be better with your eyes. You know you gotta you gotta recognize formations. You gotta you gotta know if that 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 tackle is gonna pass protect or, or or down block on that, on your end. You gotta know a lot more, and um, I can process that a lot faster from the inside, and the outside is just mainly like one-on-one, mano-a-mano, let's go get it. So
1: I, I, use, I use my brain a lot on the inside. Corey White is with us. Corey, help me understand, our young receivers better? And probably the best way to understand them is ask, ask the guys that have to cover them. When you look at some of the, you know, not the Marcus Colstons and Robert Meachams, but some of the younger guys, what's stuck out about covering those younger guys? Um...
5: I really like, you know, Brandon because our first-round pick. He he's polished. You know, he he runs great route. He understands zones. He understands man leverage. And 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 when you guard those players like that, it's it's tough to guard them when you got smart players. You know, and and I I like Tune too. You know, Tune we came in together in uh, in twelve. Toon's doing a good job of getting open separation. He he don't drop anything. He's like he's like coast and new coast. He don't drop anything either. And he he's real strong and physical. So. You get a variety of receivers. You get the small quick ones like Cook, and you get the big and strong ones like Toon and Coasting, and, 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 that, and that's when you got to know, you know, which, which opponent you have. We're days away from New Orleans. You ready to go back home yet? Yes and no. I'm ready to go home, you know, because I'm homesick, but I'm not ready to practice in the heat at all. I heard it's like 100 there, so we'll, we'll see. I'd rather be here, though.
1: As far as free time goes away from home, how, do you, how have you combated being homesick a little bit?
5: Our um, users don't get out, you know, anytime we get days off or time to rest, I just stay in the rest, you know, call call my family, check on them, you know, let them know how I'm doing, and I really just get some rest. So, distraction-wise, there's no distractions here, and, and, and that's, that's what I need. If anybody doesn't think the preseason games are big, this one Friday might be pretty big for you. Oh, yeah, it's every, every game, every time you step inside the white lines is big, in, in my eyes. You know, it's an opportunity to show all the other 31 teams what you can do. You know, it's an opportunity, you know, to to show Sean, to show your players you play with what you can do and and let
1: them know that, you know, they can count on me. Good stuff. I enjoyed it. Good luck this week. Thank you. Corey White with us on the Black and Blue Report. More from the Greenbrier in just a moment.
0: is all across louisiana with cash jackpot starting at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. that's a whole, a whole lot of cash from the neon lights of shreveport bossier city to the banks of grand isle lotto is your game it doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else it's louisiana, it's louisiana fun just for louisiana lotto it's a whole lot of cash must be at least 21 to purchase
4: Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty and I start thinking I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I wanna eat better, I wanna feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King.
1: All right, welcome back to Coverage of Saints Training Camp here on the Black and Blue Report with J.D. I'm Sean Kelly. Uh, Keenan Lewis is our final guest for the day. West
2: Bank is playing with confidence. Wouldn't you say it right now? It, you know, they thought he should have been a pro bowler last year, and he's got locked-down abilities. Um, if fans will take notice, he's moved from right corner to left corner this year. Uh, basically, he did it, you know, I think of his own volition. He, he wanted to do it. He said he's played left corner a lot in his career, and in fact, he's played left the majority of the time and he said the technique pretty much is the same obviously the eye angle for the quarterback is going to be different but uh, from a technique standpoint he says he's extremely comfortable with it but he's a guy they're counting on and he's a guy who's been there every game last year he hadn't missed a snap of camp this year he has that lockdown ability he's got the long arms and one of that what that does is allows him to get his hands on the receiver's and to keep those guys, you know, and, and, and he's a little bit stronger than he looks. You look at his legs and, you, you know, he looks like he's running around on toothpicks. But he's a little bit stronger than he looks. And so they love his ability to, to not only lock down, but his willingness to, t- to take on the challenge. I mean, he is not a guy who lacks for confidence. So, he, you know, he's telling all his teammates if they want to see some good high school football, make sure they get to the West Bank on Friday nights and Saturdays to see some good football.
1: All right, so here's our visit with Keenan right after practice this morning. Boy, this rain here has sure changed the tone of practice the last two days, hasn't it,
6: Keenan? Yeah, definitely. You know, but sometimes, like Coach said, we've got to find a way to plan the rain. You know, sometimes we're going to have outdoor games, so no matter how the weather, we got to just still try to execute
1: in it. Coach said yesterday was probably the flattest practice of camp and didn't handle the, the weather very well. Was today better? Yeah, definitely. But you know, that's just, sometimes
6: happens in camps. Guys go up, get it all sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have those bad days. But good thing we got a good leader that rallied the team together and made sure we put together some good
1: feeling for the day. For your position group, after you all looked at the tape from the first preseason game, what were you able to translate into this week's practice? They like coaches, execute. We got to
6: execute more. You know, we got to communicate better while we out there so we wouldn't have some of those minimal mistakes that we have, man. For the, you know, and, and try to eliminate the big play. That's something you know we work on every day. Is try to not to let the ball get over our heads. So if we can keep things in front of us, we got a better
1: chance of winning. I was talking to Corey White, and um, he was pleased at how this group has grown together. And there's been this good mix of different levels of experience. You know, Corey's in his third year. You're a vet, yet you've got young guys that you seem to be willing to to bring along nicely.
6: Yeah, definitely. like Cole say no matter what. Everybody got to put their hand in the power. We got to get those young guys ready to go as well. You know, those young guys, we're going to need them late in the season, or probably early no matter what, but they got to be ready to go at all times. We're almost home, Keenan. What's going to be that first meal for you when we get back to your hometown? Uh, I think I'm going to go to Chipotle. You know, that's my favorite. Keep, the, keep me lean. You know, I eat there like every day, so those guys should be expecting me. Now, that
1: doesn't sound very New Orleans to me, though.
6: Uh. You saying at home? You know, I'm yeah, definitely back in New Orleans. Uh, I don't have no clue. I, I'm gonna stop by everybody's house
1: and get a little bit of something. You know, last year coming back home to play for the Saints, does it have a different feel this year for you? Yeah, definitely. You know, I feel as though. I'm comfortable
6: now with the team. I know all my teammates. I know the defensive scheme. What coach is expecting from me? So this to be a second year. You know, I ain't a rookie no more. Keanu, what would you like to see in that second preseason game as we go back home to the Dome? I just say communicate more, eliminate the big players. You know, they got a great group of receivers. It's going to be a good challenge for us, and i to see where we at.
1: All right, so again, thanks to Keenan Lewis for his visit with us today after practice here at the Greenbrier. John and I will be back in just a moment to wrap up today's show. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out Pelicans.com today.
0: Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans.
1: All right, let's put a wrap on today's show. Hey, final thoughts from you on this Tuesday as we're getting closer to uh, the next phase of training camp.
2: Well, I mean, productive work, but it's hard for me to concentrate on the end of camp here right now, to be honest with you. I'm clicking my heels saying there's no place like home. And uh, luckily, I don't have on red stilettos or something. But, yeah, I'm ready to get back home. Hopefully, we'll get in a couple of Of good crisp clean practices here this afternoon and tomorrow morning, and uh, and then you and myself uh, and a host of others will be on the uh, on the on the first thing smoking out of Lewisburg, so we can get back home. I'm here. I'm uh, I'm here to agree with you on all things except the uh, red shoes.
1: Um, Well, afternoon walk through today for the Saints tomorrow, as John mentioned, it's a full schedule for the team, some traveling, team full travel on Thursday, and Daniel Salas will be hosting Black and Blue Report on Thursday from Studio B in New Orleans. There are a number of new features up on NewOrleansSaints.com. I want to be sure that you check those out and also get most of those on your Saints mobile app as well. John Jenkins is on the show tomorrow, uh, and we'll see who else stops by, as they say. And so we bid you adieu from the Greenbrier on this Tuesday. Have a great rest of your day. Go Saints and Pelicans.